0: a new episode of Everything Grows. Today I'm going to talk about self-love. Self-love is... it's incredibly important to love yourself. It sounds cliche, I know. I always thought it was a cliche, but then I realized that it is true. And I only did that in the last two and a half years while I was traveling because I started to become more authentic and the more authentic I got, the more I started loving myself because I started putting energy into the things that I truly wanted to do and the things that I didn't allow myself to do before I went traveling because of the fear of not being accepted. So, I think that the more authentic we become, the more we start to love ourselves. And the more we love ourselves, we will be able to love other people, and we will be able to see other people for who they are. Because I feel like when we don't love ourselves, we are kind of distracted, and we are more judgy, and, or at least I was more judgy, I think, because I was maybe a little bit jealous of how some people were just themselves, and they were just doing what they wanted to do, and I wanted to do what I wanted to do but I wasn't able to because I wasn't allowing myself to so when I started loving myself more I started to love other people more because I stopped being jealous as much because I was more content with myself and that is a beautiful experience and that's why I really wanted to talk about it. I feel like we don't talk about self-love enough. And everyone hears, oh yeah, self-love, it's it's so important. And it's, like I said, such a cliche in society. But really understanding something is a very different story than just hearing something. Because, like I said, I heard many times before I was even remotely in any way close to actually loving myself, that it was the most important thing but I didn't really believe it because I wasn't experiencing it, so... I think generally we can know something but if we don't really feel it we won't believe that it's true we need to experience something in order to understand it according to Google Self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our, phys- our physical, physiological and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and a happiness. It means taking care of your own well-being and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. It also means not settling for less than you deserve. A state of appreciation for oneself. How are we able to reach a state of appreciation for oneself? For me, authenticity and becoming more authentic made me at least able to appreciate myself more because before I was really authentic I was kind of unhappy because I knew I wanted to do more but then I was almost crippled from my own bound... like not boundaries but from my own little box that I had created for myself and the, the box was basically the version of myself that I was embodying that wasn't authentic and so the first step is to start being more authentic, And that will, on the other hand, lead to more towards more self-love. And the more we then start loving ourselves, the more authentic we become. so it's it's so intertwined. I know I'm probably sometimes um, potentially repeating myself, but I think it's really important. So I don't mind. And Google also said, it it grows from actions that support a physical, physiological, and spiritual growth. So basically, what I just said, it means action. And for action, we need authenticity. Action that support a physical being. So like, taking care of our body, putting in, like, eating foods that are healthy, exercising... Or doing yoga, doing meditation, really taking care of our physical body leads to more self-love. I remember when I, in 2018, I had this year where I was, I went to the gym, and before I did that, I was kind of judgy, I was kind of thinking, oh, like, all oh, these gym dudes that think they're, like, better than everyone else and so it was quite surprising that i actually ended up going to the gym and it was because of my sister because she wanted to go um anyways so i started going very regularly and 2018 was one of the most balanced years that i had up to that point and it came from a place of self-love in a way because I was choosing to go to the gym myself. It was the first time that I really choose, chose, that I really chose to take action, and it came from me. No one else told me to do it, and that generated a little bit more self-love, and I was happier, healthier, and more content with myself because I was disciplined as well. I, I ended up going like three, four, five times a week. So starting small actually can really help and the more we do for our physical body at first the more we the better we're gonna feel and then we're gonna start to maybe reflect on traumas you know it's like it's a long process that's something that really, it takes a long time. You know, I'm still obviously on the journey. I think most people are, and sometimes we have more self-love and sometimes less. Actually, right now, I would say, I'm probably a little bit in the middle because I've experienced some ups and downs recently, and yeah, so, I'm not at the peak of self-love at this point right now, but I know that it's totally normal to feel sometimes less content with yourself. To go back to the Google thing, Google also said, having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. So yeah, authenticity, I can only repeat myself, high regard for your own well-being and happiness means choosing yourself instead of what other people want you to do, and taking action on the things that you want to do, not the actions that society tells you. Or like, you know, Germany is really big. That everyone tells you are oh, you need to study, you need to do an apprenticeship. Otherwise, you know, can't you're not going to be able to survive. And there's this huge amount of fear connected to going out of that box I've experienced that fear and I've had heaps of talks with people and they were like some of them told me you can't not study you can't not do an apprenticeship otherwise you don't have any security but to me what security do we have anyways like to be quite honest we don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 years. We don't know what's even happening in the next two years. And so I think doing what we want to do is the number one thing that we should be doing. Because there is no such thing as security. I know that sounds pretty harsh, but it just doesn't exist. It's, it's an illusion in my opinion. Like if I start studying now. For five years at least who knows what's gonna be the reality in five years to be quite honest and so you know with inflation and all that stuff even if I study for five years I don't know how much I would be actually earning and if it would be actually worth anything so what I'm trying to say here is based on self-love do what resonates with you and listen to yourself be much happier and much more content with yourself if you do the things that you love and if you don't base your actions what you do professionally or what you do in any way on anyone else but your own vision so take care of your own well-being and don't sacrifice your well-being to please others otherwise you might wake up in ten years and think Where am I? What did I do? How did I get here? (laughs) So, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, this topic is so huge. I I feel you know, I'm almost getting a little bit self-conscious here because I want to really give you the best, quote-unquote advice I mean obviously I'm just talking about my own experience like like I always say you know take what resonates and what don't what doesn't don't take it and I'm always talking about the things that I talk about because I want to inspire people to think about these things so even if you don't resonate with any of what I'm saying I hope that listening to this will inspire you to generally just think about the topic. One of the main needs that we pe- that we humans have is to feel seen. And if we don't see ourselves, nobody will. So we need to look at ourselves, we need to look in the mirror and ask ourselves, who are we? Who are you, Rosie? What do you want? What needs do you have? What traumas do you have? Who do you want to be? What do you want to do in life? And all of that only happens if we start to love ourselves, at least for me. Up to the point that I didn't truly love myself, I was almost denying myself the things that I actually wanted to do, which is really sad. said. And I'm so grateful that I've had all these experiences that I've had and that these experiences led me towards loving myself and not needing that confirmation from the outside. Because if someone disagrees with what I'm doing, it's fine. I I know that I'm doing the things that I want to do. And if someone disagrees, they can. Because I know I'm content with what I'm doing. And three years ago, I don't know if I would have been able to do what I'm doing right now. Probably not. But also to like just to build deep connections with others, we need to love ourselves. Because, like I said, for me at least, if someone was super authentic, I was almost jealous of them because I wasn't allowing myself to be super authentic because I wasn't really loving myself. And a lot of times I almost thought someone was arrogant But actually they were just actually loving themselves and I was jealous and so I don't know about you but uh, I thought they were arrogant which is a little bit judgy I think at this point but you know at the time I couldn't help myself to see them I couldn't truly see that person and I wasn't able to see that they're just doing what they need and want to do and so it was an easy thing to just be like, oh they're, they're really arrogant. But now I'm able to see them clearer because I give, my, because I give, I have, I don't know how to say it, I'm giving myself space to be myself and so I can give others the space to be themselves. Before, I wasn't giving myself the space, and so I wasn't able to give others the space. It's very true that others are usually a reflection of ourselves. And what we see in them is usually a reflection of yourself, most of the time. So if you always judge other people, maybe ask yourself, am I judging myself? Because that's most likely what's happening and you deserve better you deserve to feel love for yourself and i want you to i want to encourage you to look in the mirror and maybe even just say i love you it sounds ridiculous probably and i'm i'm sure some people will be like oh what is she talking about it sounds hui hui but <laughs> It will help, um, it does help, even if you don't believe it. The more you do that, the more you might believe it. I spent a long time in a place where I was just reacting towards everything that was happening. So like, someone was mean to me, I was reacting to it. This happened, I was reacting to it. And I wasn't acting. I was just constantly reacting, reacting, reacting. And so. I wasn't taking my power, I was giving my power away all the time and that is really sad because we're not really taking action if we're just busy reacting and I see that in so many people that they're just reacting and giving their power to other people because they don't have enough self-love and it's really sad to see how that is manifested in so many people because we're just conditioned to please others in a way even though if we start pleasing ourselves we will actually on the on the way please others far more because if we do the things that we actually want to do and the things that we love we're going to do them far better than if we do stuff that we don't really want to do because if we're actually passionate about the things that we're doing we're going to do them much better and so it would be a benefit for everyone for our whole society if everyone was able to generate more self-love and to see themselves more so Ask yourself, am I reacting all the time, or am I actually acting? If someone insults you, what happens? Do you feel insulted immediately and you're just reacting to it and insulting the other person back? Because, I don't know, like I didn't realize that for a long time, but actually no one can hurt me, no one can hurt you. You can only hurt yourself. Because if someone is insulting you and you just feel insulted, that's just a reaction. If you would take one moment and think about it, do you actually agree? And that comes down to self-love. Because if you love yourself, you're probably going to understand, hey, I don't think that's true. If someone said you're an asshole, for instance. If you believe that you're an asshole, if you don't have that self-love, you're probably gonna react to it because you believe it's true but you're actually if you are if you would be able to love yourself you wouldn't agree and so you wouldn't have that belief and then you wouldn't actually feel insulted and so basically power is with you and either you can give other people the power or you choose to take over your own power and not to give it up as soon as someone is insulting you, there's always going to be people who disagree with what you're doing. It doesn't matter what you do. If you're pleasing others or if you please yourself, it's out of our control what other people think. And so just (laughs) do whatever you want to do. I, I I can't really stress enough about this because ultimately we... All for we know, we have this life. I personally believe in some sort of reincarnation, but I know not everyone does. So, live your life the way that you want to, and in order to do that, we need to go within. We need to be authentic, and we need to start generating as much self-love as we can, and that will give us the power to actually take action on the things that we want to do, and then we will love ourselves even more, And it's just, you know, a continuous thing. So start acting instead of reacting. The more we love ourselves, the more we are going to go deeper within. And we're going to start working on our traumas. And when we start working on our traumas, we, we will see our triggers. And so the more we see when we get triggered and reflect on it, actually, the less that will be happening and... That will, on the other hand, lead towards what I was just saying, acting instead of reacting. Because often we react to stuff, like I said, because we have this belief and we feel like it's true. And that is often because of trauma. And if we work on our trauma and we start getting over this, over the trauma or at least recognizing it, we're going to be able to... Stop, to a degree to just react and yeah working on traumas this is another whole big topic I'm not gonna go deeper in it because maybe I'll talk about it in another episode but that's part of self-love and the more we work on our traumas the better we will feel and the less we will react and the more happy we'll be so to conclude the more we understand our traumas and triggers the more aware are we when we slip into Reaction Mode. You could also call it Fight-or-Flight Mode. Fight-or-Flight is very difficult to handle. I was struggling with it myself a lot. I've noticed that in the past I was slipping into Fight-or-Flight Mode because of the smallest things. If I would not find my key, boom, Fight-or-Flight Mode. Even if I would find the key two seconds later when we go into fight-or-flight mode we're in and According to Google, I'm pretty sure I remember it takes at least 20 minutes to get out of there So even if you just lose your key for two seconds, you're actually gonna be busy being in fight-or-flight mode For at least 20 minutes and what happens when we are in fight-or-flight mode? our brain is kind of clouded. We're not able to think clear. And it's a sor- it's it's a bad cycle to be in. And so Yeah, I basically the way that I changed that, I kind of had to really change the habit that my brain was in. So what I mean by that is the brain takes the easiest path. And if the easiest path is to go into fight or flight mode, because we are in the habit of doing that, the brain is in the habit of going into fight or flight mode, it will always happen. It will just keep happening and happening and happening and it's so exhausting for the body because our whole nervous system is in alarm mode and that takes so much energy so what will happen if you would be constantly or lots in fight or flight mode is you would feel exhausted and then you know it's it's just a down cycle and The more I worked on my traumas, the less I went into fight or flight mode, and slowly but surely I reprogrammed, how I like to say, my brain to not go into fight or flight mode because of such tiny things, so it happens really, really rarely now. I'm so grateful for that because it's just so exhausting and it, it really took a lot of energy from me in the past. The more we see ourselves, we will be able to see others. It's very true. Because we will give other people the space. I cannot, I'm probably repeating myself here, but if we see ourselves, and if we give ourselves the space to be authentic, because we love ourselves, we're gonna give other people the space to be authentic too, we, have, we will have a bigger understanding that everyone's different, and we will be able to see others for who they truly are. We're all individuals, but society makes us, or forces us in a way, to have the aspiration to be like everyone else, because deep down we want to be part of the community. it feels like to be part of the community we have to be like other people but the actual reality is that everyone's different but it doesn't feel like everyone is because most people are busy trying to be like everyone else and so they love themselves less and then they hate other people more and it's just... it's a whole nother cycle to understand people better we need to understand ourselves better Because I think, yeah, we are individuals, but at the end of the day, the basic processes we go through are very similar, and so the more we understand our own process and our own reality, the better we will be able to see the reality of others. The more we understand what's inside us, the more we understand what's outside. If we want to be good at anything in life, the basics are always the most important. And I think self-love is the very basic of our own life. You can only build as high as the foundation is deep. If we build a house and we we F up the foundation. We cannot build very high because the house will not be able to stand. That's actually happening a lot because we try to save money everywhere in the society. But to go back to the metaphor, we are our own foundation. And our very foundation as an individual, in my opinion, is Self-love. If you don't love yourself, you will see that in your whole life. And I wish for everyone out there to be happy. I wish for everyone to just do what they feel like doing. And in order for that to happen, we need to take care of our foundation, we need to master the basics in every single thing in life the basics are the most important if you want to be good at math, what do you need to do you need to learn plus and minus you need to understand the very you need to understand numbers at first, then you can do plus and minus and so on and so forth, the the point is if you don't know the basics you can't go any further if you don't have any self love you can't go very far in life In every single area let it be friendship let it be work let it be relationships anything because in order to have deep connections with others we need to have a deep connections with ourselves because otherwise we're not gonna be able to open up emotionally because if we're busy to constantly be self-conscious because we don't love ourselves we're not gonna have the trust as much sometimes maybe but into other people to actually open up. And if we don't actually open up, we can only go as deep with other people. And the most important thing, one of the most important things in life is friendship and connection. And that's only one example. The same thing goes for work. If you don't actually love yourself, you might choose a job that you don't truly want to do, but because you feel like it's gonna look good, you might do it anyways. But you're not going to be as good as you would be in doing something that you actually love. But maybe you want to actually do something that maybe you think other people might judge you for, and for that reason you're not going to go for it because you're tr- not you don't not able to generate enough self-love. And so, you know, it's it's a rabbit hole that starts. But I could go on about this for a long time. The conclusion of this is. That we need to love ourselves to succeed at anything in life, unfortunately, and I know I can talk about this for hours, but I also know that some of you might not have really experienced it, and I hope that you can take something of, of this episode, and I hope you will experience this, because then you will truly understand, and then you will actually really take action to love yourself to become more authentic and ultimately to just be far happier Uh, that's at least what happened for me i can always just talk about my own experience but we can only experience as much love from others as we give ourselves i actually want to say that (laughs) so i'm not actually finishing now but um anyhow We can only experience as much love from others as we give ourselves. What I mean by that is what I experienced when others gave me compliments is I was in denial. I found all sorts of excuses why they didn't really mean it. And why did that happen? Because I didn't believe it was true. And why did I didn't believe it was true? I wasn't loving myself. We can only take compliments for what they are and we can only accept compliments from others if we believe to a degree that it is true what they're saying and I didn't believe really any compliments much for years because I didn't love myself and so in my head I, like I said, found a million excuses why they didn't mean it, maybe they just wanted to use me for something. I don't know, there's so many ways in, in which that can happen, but it was. it's really sad that that was happening for me. But it's a good example for how important self-love is. It's a basic that we need to master. We need to work on ourselves. We need to work on our traumas. We need to take care of our physical body, of our mental health, and so on. And if we do that, we will grow spiritually, we will will give space for others to grow spiritually. And it's all around, it's all based around love. Love is the most important thing. It sounds very cliche, but it's very true. Why is it a cliche? Because it is true. I think most cliches are probably true. And I probably don't even know the truth of some of them because I haven't experienced it. So yeah, it's. Um, I think life is a very exciting process and I'm so grateful for life and how it unfolds and how much happy I am since I started loving myself. So I hope you love yourself. <laughs> I really do. I want the world to and people to feel good. I think a good start to love yourself is to make it your highest priority to feel good. And feeling good, or like, feel as good as you can and to always try to feel better. That's probably a better way of putting it. Feeling good can mean going from really depressed to being angry but angry is better than depressed because what is what's the reality when you're depressed you don't care about anything and being angry means you care about something so if being angry means you feel as good as you can you can go even further from there and it's a step by step thing so what I mean is make it your first priority to feel as good as you can and to continue feeling better feel good and if it can mean different things but that aspiration to feel better will make you take action. Like if, you've, if you're in a low place, what, what, if I'm in a low place, what do I do? I have a few different things that I know I just enjoy. It's dancing, playing music, listening to music. Maybe watching an an inspirational YouTube video. It's probably different for everybody, but since I made it my first priority to feel good and f- or feel as good as I can, I always try to do something when I feel bad that will make me feel better. And that is huge, it makes a huge difference. So maybe ask yourself, what makes me feel good? Write it down. And when you feel bad, go back to that list and do one of the things that are on the list and it'll probably make you feel better anyhow I could probably continue for hours like I said I'm just gonna stop talking now and instead of starting with a little chapter of a manual of living I'm gonna end this episode with a chapter everything happens for a good reason as you think, so you become. Avoid superstitiously investing events with power or meanings they don't have. Keep your head. Our busy minds are forever jumping to conclusion conclusions, manufacturing and interpreting signs that aren't there. Assume instead that everything happens to you for so, does for some good. That if you decided to be lucky, you are lucky. All events contain an advantage for you if you look for it. That is totally true. Anything that happens in life has at least a lesson. I've had a lot of difficult experiences, like probably everyone else has, and I wouldn't change anything. Even if it was hard, because every single thing has a positive thing. Even if that positive thing is just growth. Growth is so important because we evolve as people and we become more happy if we grow, so try to, if something happens, no matter what it is, try to look for the good thing in it, for the positive part to it, and at this point for me, I always, I kind of have faith that everything happens for a reason, and So even if something upsetting happens, which it did, actually, in the last couple of days, it was quite hard. But I reflected a lot, and I had faith that it would lead me to a better place. And what happened is I reflected. I reflected, and reflected, and reflected. And I grew a lot, and I remembered certain things that I had forgotten a little bit. And ultimately, it was a really good thing, even though it was hard. So I think it's very true that if we decide that we are lucky, we are lucky, because everything has something good in it, and life is good, no matter what's happening. There's always going to be something going on in society, and you know, we the truth in my opinion, is often really far and we don't really know what's going on. So just try to do the best for yourself. And to do that, start being as authentic as you can, generate as much self-love as you can. And what I do is just acknowledge kind of what's going on in society, but I try to focus mostly on what's going on within me. And that is very powerful. I hope that you have a good time and I hope that you're on the path of loving yourself a little bit more every single day and that you do the things that you want to do because life is short and life can change so if you want to do something do it now please yourself instead of other people and you will love yourself a little bit more the more you do the things that you want to do and the more you take care of yourself your health your body your mind your soul everything I hope you have a beautiful week and if you want to support the podcast feel free to leave a review um, I would also really appreciate if you have something that you would like me to talk about if you could send maybe a little voicemail or a message. I always uh, link my Instagram accounts underneath the episodes. So if you feel like doing that, you can do that. And if you feel like supporting the channel, you can also subscribe slash follow the channel on Spotify or wherever you're listening. And yeah, that's pretty much everything I have to say. Have a beautiful week, and I'll see you next Saturday. Keep growing and flowing. Oh, actually, one last thing. Accept change. (laughs) I want to talk about this next episode, potentially, or in the upcoming ones. Anyhow, have a good week, and I see you. Thank you for listening, and I appreciate your time.